Congratulations, you found it! The most inappropriate book club you never knew you were missing. Starring the original book divas, Martha Steele, Vonnie Golden, and special guest, Alyssa Mann, Kayla Saxon, Jessica Butcher. These people are passionate about books, maybe a little too passionate. Plotting world domination, one book at a time, they are three book girls. Having your birthday on the second sucks because no one wants to do anything on your birthday. That's right, your birthday's coming up. Birthday shots. Okay. We did that already. No, we did it. Listen, I have to drive home, so I have to stop at one. Kayla, we can do birthday shots halfway through the podcast. Yeah, because otherwise we'll be way too drunk to finish. (laughs) Two people do a review. We'll do shots and then we'll continue. Kayla. Ah, Dude, you took that shot a hot damn like a champ. That's amazing. We're going to have a puke and rally at halftime. <laughs> hydrate, baby. Thanks hydrate. to Dylan. I, thanks to Dylan's 21st birthday, I know what puke and rally means. Dude, <laughs> I did not know that before. I, you didn't? No, I did not. I'm you old. You didn't know what puke and rally was? No. Puking no. can be a gift. Um, excuse me. What is a puke and rally? Okay. It's where you puke and then go back and drink more. So, <laughs> Look, this shit show is your idea. <laughs> it was my idea. <laughs> A drunken shit show. This was my drunken shit show idea. <laughs> you thought it would be a good idea to get five gr- friends together and drink, and then before we start, take a shot. Well, it, you have to start out with Kayla's a little t- bit of, you know. I didn't, ha- you guys were way ahead of me, so I guess maybe I should have just done a shot. We that was, was the first one that I had done. I'd just been drinking water. I didn't have any oh, cider. Oh, so you and I are on level playing ground now. Yeah. I've been sort drinking of. Except I had a double you shot. You had a double shot, yeah. <laughs> But to I mean, be fair, you can drink three times more than I can listen, drink. Listen, you can't give me a big glass and tell me to pour tequila in it. That's like and a don't big expect and me. Dude, that fuck shit we all took a normal <laughs> shot. It's like taking like... a big dip and say just the tip. I just want a little bit. A big dip or a big dick? Dick. I said dick. I thought she was like saying said dip, dip. So Bonnie wants to go full horseshoe with her mime. Let's get this chow in there. I just don't talk clearly. <laughs> and you're not going to talk clearly by the end of this podcast, that's for sure. Well, no, I have to that's stop after this because I have to drive home. Oh, that's right. I am Alyssa's designated driver, so you can get her as drunk as you want. Yeah, I'm going to get fucked up, though, so. <laughs> All just, right. If she's going to do a puking Kayla, rally, do it before you get in my car. <laughs> Kayla and I are going to get fucked up. Kayla's I have stay not in the night, vomited so. due to alcohol. Rock Since out college. with your books out. I can't say that. I, think, I, think I can. <laughs> that might be a challenge. Yeah, okay. What? What's the challenge? <laughs> I'm Let's still do it. She hasn't thrown up since college due to alcohol. Oh, I've thrown up due to like actual sickness. I can hold my alcohol. The children are watching us. Hi. I know. We have we have, we have <laughs> the live audience. we're in front of a live studio audience tonight. And Garrett's here. Garrett Garrett said fuck y'all. Garrett is in his own world trying to chill. But okay. our whore isn't in the corner. The whore is on the couch. He is. He's been the upgraded. He is upgraded to the Stone couch. We better be careful. He's going to want more money. <laughs> it's a leather couch, too. <laughs> it's exclusive. I better pump the brakes on that. Treating him well. <laughs> Jessica's like, don't make him expect it. Oh. <laughs> Well, this has been a fabulous year, don't you think? I'm already slurring my words. You've only had a shot. This has been a fabulous year, don't you think? Yeah. Hasn't been a good year? No. Yeah, I had a good year. (laughs) Okay, so, all right. We're split. It's been kind of a shitty year. Considering all of the political 
Ugh. issues. Ah, oh, Martha, hey. don't no. do it. It's been a pretty shitty fucking <laughs> year. Fuck that. I graduated OU. I'm happy about okay. that. Okay. <laughs> so Jessica did good this year. She Even was, though they just lost. Yeah, okay. that's a pain in the ass. Yeah, well. Louisiana, I don't care yeah. about sports balls, so fuck that. <gasps> yeah. <gasps> Jakari's going to make lots of money and he's going to sponsor our podcast when he becomes a professional football player. I'll be a fan of Jakari, but I'll have to be an OU football fan. We'll support Jakari. Hold on. Uh Uh-oh. Who's that? Is that Tyler? Tyler. Tell me say hi. That's Bonnie's dog calling. Tyler. You're on speakerphone. I'm on speakerphone. Yes. Hey, buddy. Hold that whole thing closer. Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm going to have a hell of a time trying to edit so, this fucking thing because my, Kayla okay. <laughs> one of my friends. doesn't know how to suck a microphone. But I know how to suck other things. Justin does Prove it. <laughs> but just the but tip, right? But this doesn't give me pleasure. It's oh. <laughs> no pleasure after this. It's a little this. fuzzy. You got to like spit the phone out. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it's no fun sucking anything fuzzy. <laughs> Well, what you is know, it going to do for me after That manscaping, you know, is a Dude, big thing. The microphone is going to do nothing for you Nothing afterwards. at all. So I don't. But it's got some. No it's going to go back in box. On, you better wash well, it. Well, you know, if you covered it in some latex, <laughs> you might be able to. It is a phallic <laughs> shape. You two are. It's most important for you to have your <coughs> headphones on. I feel discriminated. One of my again. friends that works at the it's clinic. It's because we're skinny. That's, that's what it is. <laughs> Excuse me, yes. I have mine on. Twig bitches have no lung capacity. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, you said right? that, up, not me. <laughs> I told them to back off and they're laughing, so now they think it's hilarious. It is. Oh, <laughs> I should we take a video. Introduce this this oh, podcast yes, anytime. I since we're just sitting here, girls. just this this is three book girls. This is and the end of us. the year, and there are five of us tonight. In case you already haven't figured that out, some of us what? are <gasps> moving in the direction of drunk. Others are not. Patrick gets his two thirty. Alyssa, ten o'clock. Jessica, Kayla, and. Vani. And what's really scary Ooh. is you two are the ones who drove the, fur- drove the furthest to get here. Garrett drove. But I'm, I'm not, not driving back. <laughs> not tonight. Yeah, she's not going anywhere. That's true. Garrett drove. I had to not drive. Kayla's sleeping in the guest room. And yes, technically, it's my room, really. It's not a guest room anymore. It's Kayla's room. It's just Kayla's oh. room. So we do have 30 minutes. <laughs> it kind of is. Um, I'm a little frightened by all I drive this, frankly. I on my way to work All this day. sausage talk. Actually, I was just drinking you like the it? sun. It's a bit offensive. Is it? I mean, what else do you want us to talk about? That's a joke, for Christ's sakes. I mean, sausage. Just because sausage. you don't like the sausage. Sausage. You don't like the sausage in your mouth. No, I don't. No sausage. Poor Ron. <laughs> sausage. No, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. That's They're more. They're laughing. Your son's laughing. Of course he's laughing. I can't handle it. I gotta go. She's that's turning the, red. That's yes. right there. Yeah. That's a permanent stake. I've just read all the time. Just a little red girl. She's not a little white girl. She's a little red girl. Yeah. <laughs> this day is all about the celebration of 2019. The good, the bad, We're and the really ugly. ending a decade. Ugly. Oh, shit. That's Don't, right. We are ending a decade. It is. No. The, the roaring 20s the, the are about to begin. The theme song for what? Good. I'm, ready. I'm ready for some flap dancing. Flap dancing? <laughs> what? Is that like, <laughs> is that like um, when you're shaved and you're naked? 
Is it like well, flash? Nothing <laughs> should be flapping, though. <laughs> I mean, depends on how much extra skin you got going on. <laughs> Dear God. I've seen botched up bodies. <laughs> I know about I this. I do, too. I literally work with geriatrics. <laughs> Please <laughs> explain. You know what I'm talking about. Isn't flap dancing or flap dresses no. like a... Flappers. Flappers, Flappers are women. Flappers. In the Flappers. 20s. Sorry. That's flash dance, Bonnie. <laughs> it's a film. <laughs> With this. This. <laughs> this is... We're only ever all five of us together recording in front of an audience. And so well, now... We have a studio audience over taken, there. But like people Partial. who maybe don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We're not in public now. This is. We're so never in public. You were not at full circle. Full circle is public. What are you talking oh, yeah. about? So we're not. doing a we podcast. We don't have to keep it PG now. Not at all. No. It's kind of nice, actually. <sighs> all five of us can be as filthy as we want. We Justin and Robbie were so heartbroken that neither of them were in town for our last live show. I missed Aww. them. Well, we have one coming up next month. January 20. 20- Seven fourth twenty fourth January twenty fourth. Thank you, Jessica, employee of Full Circle Books. I'm the most drunk person here. How did I? Are you sure? It was a good book year. Yeah, yeah. I read some good shit. I had a really hard time narrowing it down. Thank goodness that Kayla made us keep track of all the things we read every month. Because otherwise, I would have just been sitting around like I don't know what I read. She still owes us a couple. God damn it, Martha! (laughs) (laughs) Stop it! Just let it go. What's Martha doesn't let anything go. Clearly. We'll start fresh for the new year. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Martha makes it really hard. She reads a lot of fucking books. Exactly. She makes you tired. Like her list alone. I'm like, fuck this shit. My life, my Eight, book's like 25 four books. fucking books. Martha read all the fucking books this month. Nobody else read shit. Nobody. <laughs> hey, I read a lot. My thing is like, I send Caleb my f- four to five books. And I'm, and I'm like, like, I'm sorry. Thank God. <laughs> How about if I, I just know. give you my top five from now on? That's just like... What, so that you can slum it with the rest right. of us? I'm just right. Make Kayla us feel bad. Yeah. Thanks for coming back down to our level. Yeah, thank hey, you Hey, I'm not the one complaining. <laughs> Martha's really good about knocking you off your high horse. Exactly. I'm like, like I'll make rice crispy treats those are good everybody loves them she's, she's like, like i know i have all the rice stuff crispy. no i was just trying to help because i no. knew you're working martha's like i'm gonna make the gluten-free rice krispies and the gluten-free marshmallows and the gluten-free butter and i'm sure i'm gonna marshmallows add something are gluten-free but they're not delicious vegan. i'm just giving you a hard time i made a vegan a non-dairy cheesecake it's so good jessica like outdid all of I, us i don't think i ne- really did not think that it was possible to make a cheesecake that tasted good that had no dairy and no gluten in it. Yeah, it's vegan. But that I was, was really scared it wasn't gonna set up. That was it was so good. awesome. It was really, really good. Made what? mostly with nuts. Speaking of nuts. So Speaking of many balls. nuts. Yeah, a lot of nuts and balls. Today. So many. We have meatballs and more meatballs. Hey Ron. Balls and nuts. Hey, Ron. Ron. Ron's Your cider is amazing. It is really good. We love Shout it. Shout out to Ron. Yeah. They're they're totally (laughs) we will totally drunk on your cider, honey. (laughs) And a couple of shots. Oh yeah, let's not forget the shots. When are we doing another shot? Uh, not until after we've done some reviews. Fine. Then I guess we better get on with it. Let's get started. Yep. So year in review, what we do. (laughs) (laughs) Don't make me come over there. (laughs) Is we are all gonna. 
Okay, at the clinic, the clinic I work at's Christmas party, we got this snow globe that had black Jesus, and I was like, I want black Jesus so bad. I mean, he should have been black. He should have been. Let's not get into Middle that. Eastern. Let's not get into that. Okay. No, he was like Maybe a little light skin, <laughs> but he shit. wasn't pale. No, My mom has a black Santa. Really? A she big dancing black Santa. Really? She like black men. It's when she lived at Miss- in Mississippi and they didn't have any white Santas I'm left, so she saying. bought a black Santa. I'm just saying. I'm she, all for representation in the holidays. She might like some black men. I mean, she know. might. Um, I don't know her business. I don't think I want to know her business. <laughs> you keep I don't think you do. The less you know about your mother, the better. That yes. is so true. You don't need a lot of therapy after that. Exactly. I'm in therapy now. <laughs> Poor Dylan. He sits over there and goes, oh, shit. I know way I too much. I put my already. kids in it. So yes. what, we're, what we're doing is we're picking our top reads of the year. They're not necessarily books that were written or released in 2019. They're books we read and books we liked in 2019. Okay, so my <laughs> reviews... All right. And I did. And I kind of feel like this first one is a cheat, but I really loved the book and I really loved the first one. It's called Before and After by Judy Christie and Lisa Winegate. And this is the follow-up to Before We Were Yours. And these are real-life accounts of people that lived through the Georgia Tan adoption scandal in Tennessee. Oh. I remember this one. Yeah, so it's real-life accounts. And what uh, Judy Christie did is she had a kind of like a gathering or like a reunion of everyone who was part of the scandal. And they all met and they swapped stories. And then um, they had a journalist and uh, photographers and everything documenting all of their stories. It was really good. I enjoyed it. And you got to hear the real life tale from a lot of different people, a lot of different aspects. It was really good. Next, I was going to pick The Nightingale by Kristen Hanna. This is the one that was the um, historical fiction of during World War II in France. And The Nightingale was a real, was a person who helped downed airmen get across to the free zone so they weren't captured as prisoners of war. And then the next one is one that Kayla sent me a picture of and actually found me the book. It's called Silka's Journey. And Silka is one of the characters that's also in Tattooist of Auschwitz. And it's spelled weird. Silka, it's C-I-L-K-A apostrophe S. Okay, Silka's Journey by Heather Morris. And um, what happened is when Heather Morris was reviewing the gentleman who was the tattooist of Auschwitz, he mentioned Silka. And just by one phrase that he said about Silka, it raised her curiosity enough that she started researching this person and then did a fictional account of her life in the concentration camp. And after she went to the concentration camp at Auschwitz, she went to a Russian labor camp, prison camp, and yeah, it's super, super sad and super, super good. Are all of your books sad? No. Are you lying to me? If you read Bonnie's book lists, bring a razor. <laughs> hey, y'all not gonna come for Bonnie like that. Because <laughs> we like the same kind of book. I was just the same asking way. if they were all sad. The razor or rope? Happy? <laughs> okay. It's your choice at the time of purchase. <laughs> this one isn't super sad, okay? It's called Out of the Easy by Ruta Sepetis. And I just really like Ruta Sepetis' writing. I've read two other books of hers. And this one is it's historical fiction, but it's not quite as far back as like World War II. It's like in the 50s. 
and it's about a girl who grows up as the daughter of a prostitute in New Orleans. And then uh, Simon Tolkien's No Man's Land, which is also another historical fiction. Surprise! <laughs> and Simon Tolkien is actually the grandson of... J.R.R. Tolkien? Yeah, J.R.R. Tolkien. The Hobbit, Hobbit Man. And this Lord was of the just, Rings. Yeah, this was just so beautifully written. I mean, it was just poetry. I loved it. But it's historical fiction about miners in Britain. Okay, and surprise, surprise, this one is not a historical <gasps> fiction. What? She's got one on her list that's not historical fiction. I Kayla know. just fainted. Kayla's dead. <laughs> and this is the follow-up story to uh, You by Caroline Kemp. Yes! And this book is just as creepy and fucked up as the first one, and I loved it. Did you watch the second season of You yet? So what was I haven't it? watched it. Okay. So what was I'm the name of it? Hidden Bodies by Caroline Kempness. But yeah, this is actually, I think this is a little more fucked up than the first book. Wow. Because the chick, the main, what would you call heroine? Mm-hmm. Yes, the heroine. She's just as freaking crazy as the other guy. Um, and then I did this one just because I know how much you love this author, Bill O'Reilly. Oh. Killing yeah. the. You put him on the year end <laughs> list. Why? What the actual. And this was a nonfiction book Nobody called yet. Killing the Rising Sun. And the only reason I loved this book is because it told the accounts of what happened to the people that worked in the naval ships that were shot down. And they spent days and days and days in this in the Pacific Ocean before they were able to be rescued. It has nothing to do with the fact that it was written with by Bill O'Reilly. It was due to the fact that I loved all of the factual information okay. that was in it about Japan during World War II. Mm. I would. My I only still problem hate is him. I wouldn't know what to believe <laughs> because yes. I don't believe anything that comes out of his mouth. So I wouldn't believe his book either. But well, I me. mean, there was a second writer on it, so... Oh, so you can kind of trust him more? So, no. I mean, he was, like, telling tales of his, like, grand- grandfather, I think it was, because mm. he fought in the na- in the Pacific oh, okay. for the Navy during World War II. So, basically, what he did is he, like, wrote the accounts down, and I imagine another writer wrote the actual book. So, oh, but okay. it just, it kept my interest. It didn't read like a textbook, even though it was nonfiction. And I just really loved hearing what happened, especially considering that these people were stuck in the ocean on the Pacific and they would be circled by sharks and sharks would like pick them off one by one. Baby shark. Hey, hey, hey. Baby. No, no, not in the house. (laughs) Go out in the yard. No, my niece is on the the baby beluga. (laughs) Baby hey, beluga. <laughs> There'll be no earworms in this fucking podcast. We already uh, sang the Black Eyed Peas. Why is this worse? It is way worse. Mama. There will be no more singing of that song on this podcast. Can I sing different songs? As long as they're not the first time in forever. Okay, that's all of my books that I picked <laughs> Sorry, as Bonnie. my top tier. Oh, Bonnie, you're gonna be ready. so you're gonna be so proud of me. How about if we do just a quick repeat of all of those books? Yes. Okay, so that, that was uh, Before and After by Judy Christie and Lisa Winegate. Kristen Hanna wrote The Nightingale. Silka's Journey by Heather Morris. Ruta Sipites Out of the Easy. 
Simon Tolkien, No Man's Land, Hidden Bodies by Carolyn Kepnes, and Killing of the Rising Sun by Bill O'Reilly. Okay. Okay, so are you ready to go over there, Kayla, or are you too drunk? You get through this, we can take a shot. Yeah. Okay. All right. Motivate, motivate. Queen of motivation. (laughs) God help us all. (laughs) (laughs) Kayla's had way more shots than the rest of us. (laughs) This was a terrible idea. It was a terrible idea. (laughs) I'm just going to go on record saying that right now. I mean, I'm just sitting here eating my cheesecake, drinking my wine. Can we do this next year? And let me tell you, the raspberries and the wine go really good together. What if you put the raspberries in the wine? That would like probably a good be awesome. Idea. It's like up two. It's like gummy bears. You soak them in vodka. Like All right. Ooh, yeah. I'm ready now, guys. Okay. 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 Don't look at her. My first book is The Hundred Wells of Salaga by Aisha Haruna Atta. That is a story about two girls in Africa. It's about actually slavery in Africa, not even slavery in America, and two separate journeys of these girls who, one is her family is captured and brought into slavery, and the other one is a benefactor of the slavery in Africa. And I like this story because it was not, all my books I picked were books that weren't popular, but I liked them. Smart. That's actually a good, I I like that even more. So I really like, this was my first book of, no, my second book of 2019. And I really liked it. I knew it was going to leave an impression for me. Um, my second book is Heavy by Kaisi Lehman. It's a nonfiction memoir. I wondered about that one. That's the one with the, um, the stretched out letters on the cover. Yes. What was that about? Um, it's about him growing up as a black man being raised by a single mother and the experiences he has to endure mm-hmm. as a black child and a black boy and a black man in this world. And it made me think a lot about my sons because I am a mother of a single mother of black boys growing up in this world. So it gave me a lot to think about with my kids. Um, so I really like that one. So that's Heavy by Kais Lehman. My third one was Cape May by Chip Cheek. Yes. And that was from a new imprint from Celadon Books. And let me tell y'all, it was steamy. Steamy. I'm I bought it. Man. I haven't read it yet, but I bought and it. And it, it is a one sitting read. Ooh. It's about a newlywed couple. Are you Who, sitting? Could you read it or laying? You said it was steamy. It was steamy. You sitting on something? You sitting on something? <laughs> I mean, you know. Read it on top of the uh, dryer it's <laughs> while you're drying sneakers. <laughs> while you're drying sneakers. Um, it was from a new imprint of Celadon Books. And I think it was one of their first books they put out this year. And it was really good. It's about a newlywed couple who decides to take their honeymoon up in Cape May. But there's nobody there. Um, the couple encounters another couple there who is rich and they just do whatever. And man, let me tell you. Steamy, huh? It was very mm. steamy. Mm. Um, my second book is In the Night of Memory by Linda Lagarde Grover. It's about third. Third. Third book. No, fourth, fourth, book. fourth, fourth book. I was like, ah, we are, we are. 
Kate May was. My fourth book is <laughs> In the come? Night of Memory by Linda Lagarde Grover. And it's about Native American children who are in almost a foster system. But the Native Americans do it differently than what we would allow. It's about two sisters who have to go in a foster system because their mother basically gives them up to the system because she can't take care of them. That's and sad. it's about how they grow up and the things that they have to endure. My fifth book is The Flight Girls by Noelle uh-huh. Salazar. The girl that you got to meet yes, at the book festival. I'm so excited. It's her debut novel, and she came to the Oklahoma Book Festival, and I helped Martha <laughs> interview her. Just you can actually hear the interview on our website, threebookgirls.com. And um, it's a World War II historical fiction. Um, there's some romance, and it's about women who... Bonnie, help me out with this. They fly planes? They flew planes, Yeah, right? they fly planes. They, they flew planes. They were um, helping World train. War they were trainers. Adam, you They're called the, the flight girls. <laughs> well, I read it, too. They fly. I've been drinking, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to fly. Kayla has had more shots than anybody. <laughs> See, they helped them. Um, they helped had one train. She <laughs> and then they transported planes from one um, base to another base. Book number six is In West Mills by Deshaun Charles Winslow, and it takes place in North Carolina. It's about this lady who basically lives life the way she wants to. She doesn't want to be married. She gives both of her children up for adoption. She just wants to drink and live life. And the reason why I like this story is because um, adoption in black communities is a thing that's very prevalent but it's a thing that's covered up. Like my, I myself, I was adopted, but I was adopted within the family. But it's not something that we tell our children. We keep it undercover. Hmm. And that's why I could relate to this book because they didn't want to tell the girls that were adopted that they were adopted, that they, these are your parents and that's it. There's um. no other question about it. Don't ask any questions. Don't listen to any outside information. And that's why I could relate because that is something that happens a lot. And my sixth book, seven. You're on seven. My seventh book is going to be The Song of the Jade Lily by Christy Manning. And I like this book because it talked about a lot of food. And it was during World War II, but it was the book I read. (laughs) Didn't we eat sushi because of this book? (laughs) Yes, we did. And by we, I mean you too, because I did not. We did. You took sushi? I don't like sushi. Me neither. I got very hungry when I read this book. There are a lot of, but we did go eat sushi because Kayla couldn't stop thinking about it after she read this book. This book was so good. Okay. It was like World War II from another perspective, not from the Holocaust perspective. It was from the Korean and Japanese perspective. And that's why I liked it because that's not something you hear about a lot. No, definitely not. And I'm done. Okay. That one was a good book. Now. I like that. Yes, you can have your shot Jesus now. Jesus Christ. Oh, it's time. I took it. <laughs> it's time for shots for everyone. Let's go. Jesus Christ. I'm going to die. Come on, Jessica. Fuck. You have a designated driver. You're Just fine. pass it I on. Have a, I, but I don't have a designated liver. Your liver designated fine. liver. It, it can regenerate. You think you can deal with one right. uh, taking a My shot? Shot's in the, no, shot I'm drinking. I'm, drinking okay. I already drank a shot and okay. I'm drinking wine okay. and then shot glasses water. in the kitchen. So if you really like us a lot, we would appreciate if you went on the podcaster of your choice 
whether it be Apple Podcast or CastBox, and leave us a positive rating or review so other people can find us. We are also on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at three book girls and we have our website threebookgirls.com and we love interacting with our fans oh and we have a new facebook group what is it martha it's called three book girls tribe three book girls tribe on facebook and it's cool because all of the book girls who are fans of the podcast can go and talk to each other it's fun to talk about uh, books or ask questions about books or just I mean, everybody who's a book lover likes to talk about books with other people who like to talk about books. And there's no judgment. It's a judgment-free zone. Agreed. So if you want to go talk to other book lovers, that's where you do it. Three Book Girls Tribe. On Facebook. Oh, and if you really, really, really like us, you can go on Redbubble. Oh, yes. And search Three Book Girls. And we have merchandise there from t-shirts and hoodies and phone cases and, and, socks. and socks. Socks. Cute and notebooks. notebooks. So go check All us out. And this actually helps support us because it, we get a little cut from the merchandise. And since we are a, as yet, non-profit <laughs> podcast, maybe someday we'll be rich and famous like the girls at... Uh, What's the name of that? My favorite murder. My favorite My murder. Favorite murder. Someday we're going to be rich and famous like them, but for now we're not. But so. we know you love us. So, so you'll we go. would love your support by going to purchase merch from redbubble.com. Purchase merch and leave us reviews. This is going to hurt. Here's to us. Here's us. to me and you. It's us. Here's Yay. Staying positive and testing negative. Damn, that burns. Mm-hmm. All the way down. <gasps> Kills it. What? If you don't drink the cinnamon liquor, it might burn less. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Oh, but it brings it. back such great memories. Of 16? Of what? No, the theater. The theater. The theater. We used to yes. drink hot damn after our performances at the theater. No, no I can't smell it. Kayla, did hot. you get my toast now? Hmm? Here's just staying positive and texting neg- testing negative. No STDs 2020. How many shots is that for you now, Kayla? (laughs) Yay, it's Alyssa's turn. Hold on. I think I burned my esophagus. (laughs) Stop. You probably did. Stop drinking the cinnamon drink. Shoot shoot something else. Stop drinking hot damn. It's so hot in here. Yes? Yes. It's It's getting hot in here. So take off all your clothes. I am getting so hot. That has middle school dance written all over it. Middle school? Yeah. Oh, God. That's when it came out. You know, every time we do uh, (laughs) one of these podcasts, I think, why don't we have video? Why don't we have video? We don't need it. No, we we don't. Video would be so hilariously funny right now. No, because y'all don't want to see that shit. If you could just see the video of them dancing, it would change your perspective on life forever. The freeness. The perfection of the human female form. Jessica's limbs waving wildly. The majesty of Kayla's performances. You really need a video to appreciate it. I'm telling you, they're just so reluctant. I don't know why. What did I do? <laughs> you Panther creeped out of here. You're like. <laughs> Come on now, Alyssa. Let's get on oh, no. this. Okay. Oh, God, we're going to hell so fast.
goes fast. <laughs> Us going to hell. It's going to be fine. We have a really pretty hand basket we're going in, though. That's good. You're going to crochet us some blankets. <laughs> we'll be <laughs> warm as fuck. Vani's going to crochet the basket. <laughs> or some ice packs. You can crochet some ice packs. There's no, oh, them ice, ice packs. packs aren't doing any good in hell. Guys, I can't feel my nose. <laughs> You're fucked up. <laughs> so are you. Mrs. Four Shots Deep over there is like, you're fucked up. All right, Alyssa, go, 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 go. Please Maybe that's up. called slap dance. <laughs> okay, people. These are the books I liked this year. Okay. So number one is actually. <laughs> Look, those are on the list. Don't get ahead of me. Um, the first of mine is the new Camelot series by Sarah Simone. I reviewed American Queen, which is the first in the series earlier this year. And these books are a modern retelling of the King Arthur story set in the American political system. And also it's a really fucking hot romance. It's so good. I'm sorry. There was politics in there because I just remember this ex. It was mostly Saucy. sex, but like sex and suits. Did, yes. Yeah, she did. I got I, did. I got several people to read this book I, series I read this it year. Twice. <laughs> you did? That was her lady jam. Look, it I was hope her. you didn't try to return it after that. <laughs> they were really audio. good and really hot. Um so it centers around Greer, Embry, and Ash, and they represent uh, Guinevere, Lancelot, and King Arthur in the American political sphere as opposed to like King Arthur's court. It was a really well-told romance, but I used to be obsessed with King Arthur's stories when I was a kid, and so like this story picked up on the themes really re- well and retold it in a really interesting way. So my second book was actually a nonfiction book, and that was Bad Blood by John Carey Rue, and that was the <laughs> the nonfiction story of the rise and fall of Theranos, which was a blood testing company headed up by Elizabeth Holmes, and this company was basically um, held up by like just lies. Chew, honestly chew, chewing gum and some string just, and a bra yeah strap. just yeah. sheer lies my dad made me watch that a macgyver company yeah, yeah. so they've yeah. really they've done a lot since then there's a podcast there's been a um there's been a documentary about it um i haven't listened or watched either but the book was really good um and he tells it in a way that doesn't make the information inaccessible to people who do not have a scientific or medical background which I do not um and so the fact that he made it really readable was really impressive because it's a lot of like super dense difficult information and it took me a while to read it because it was still difficult and dense but he really like brings it down to a level that like you can do it is the average reader um it was really good Uh, My third book is a book plus series, and as Kayla predicted, (laughs) it was The Ice Planet Barbarian by Ruby Dixon. Um, Of course Those of you who listen (laughs) will remember this as the Alien uh, Ice Planet sex book. I remember that very clearly. It got us kicked off of Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> was it really just, that one yes, yes it was specifically it was. Yeah. yes yeah they, well because it could have been so many but others it was. it was this one <laughs> yeah yeah we got kicked off of facebook for that 
We didn't get let, kicked off of Facebook. They wouldn't just let wouldn't us, let us advertise. They wouldn't let us advertise because they thought it was obscene. It wasn't that bad. It was. <laughs> okay. so Look, so I'm so holding you. back on you people. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good um, because I, first of all, don't care about space at all. Um, so I cared about space at all. Um, I don't, I don't really like science fiction. I do like fantasy, but I'm not a huge fan of science fiction. And this was definitely like science fiction and romance. And the first book was really great and got me hooked. But the whole series, she does a really good job of like changing the stakes enough so you don't get bored. Because mm-hmm. it's like a 15, 16 book series. Damn. But like she changes the stakes often enough that you're like, oh, we're in a whole new situation now. Like this is going to change the course of all of them. And so it keeps it interesting. Uh, my fourth book like is going to be a co-book with Kayla. What? And that is the Bromance Book yes. Club by Lissa K. Adams. Mm-hmm. It was so, so good. It was really different from all of the other romances I read this year, which is saying a lot considering I just talked about a sci-fi romance. Yep. Ice Planet Barbarian. You said, I don't care about space. And I was like, Martha just took a shot to the heart. She knows I don't care about <laughs> space, though. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> Shot to the heart. Um, you're too blame, darling. You give love a bad name. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, continue. So, Kayla, what's, why did you love this book? Because I want a baseball player husband. I mean, okay. same girl. You know. It's the only sport that matters. Because um, it was told from the male perspective. Mm-hmm. That's why I liked it. It was really different. It was really interesting, and I liked. It's just something I hadn't seen before. And I'm still mad at you. <laughs> She's not mad at me. She's mad at herself because she gave me the advanced reader copy out of the full circle book advanced. room <laughs> months, months before it ever hit. Books she to didn't gram. think that she was gonna want to read it, and it was one of literally. Like, I'm not exaggerating. One of the most hotly anticipated romances of the year. And she just gave, like, her instinct was like, I'm going to pick this up and Alyssa will like it. And she was right. And she was right. I was so mad at myself. People who are authors, like, people in the industry were having a hard time getting a hold of this book. And And Kayla just picked it up and gave it to me. It's a really great book. I highly recommend it. Um, I can't wait for the second. Let's see. What does my drunk heart say? Um... My next book is going to be <laughs> Good Omens by Neil Gaiman and Terry oh, Pratchett. Yes. Um, I read it really like a, fast. I loved it. That's a universal love, I feel like. I We've think all, so. Except for Kayla. I haven't read it. Aziraphale is my spirit animal. I know, my, right? I loved Aziraphale. I my know, it's who I am bought as a that person. for my niece for Christmas. Oh, oh yay. Good Omens <laughs> has been out a hot minute. And by a hot minute, I mean a long a ass time. <laughs> but it doesn't matter because it this, doesn't matter. This it's a really great book. If you've never re- read Neil Gaiman or Terry Pratchett, I think it's a great entry into both of their works. I think it's a really great balance between what both of them do. Um, it's a really fun story of an angel and a demon who are best friends. Uh, the series is also great on amazon it is i watched it. it's, it's one of my favorite adaptations of all time I it's think. fantastic i yeah. loved that oh, um because i read the book first but i like was yeah, like, i'm gonna read same. the book before i watched the series and i was like jesus they cast the perfect yes yeah, they did they That's really why did yeah. i did it the same thing because to be perfectly honest i wanted to watch the series because david Tennant was in it was, uh-huh. i'll watch anything he's in 
And I was like, well, you better read it because it's a like a big famous book. And it was it's, great. It's fantastic. It's like okay. um, Hitchhiker's Adams. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah, I've never Adams. read that. Me it, either. Read it. It crosses okay. over the genres. There are people who have no sense of humor that should not read it. But oh well, yeah. Fuck it's those so, people. Exactly. Non-fiction those people, people don't not. listen to this podcast. So fuck yeah. Anyway, number. Something is Wicked in the Wallflower by Sarah McLean, which I did not review on this podcast. I reviewed it, the second book in the series. Um, this book was beautifully written. It was very lyrical, and I loved it. I've had enough to drink now that I can't remember. <laughs> it's okay. What else I loved about it, but I really, I loved the this book. The idea is to go short on these. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of, it was just a beautiful, beautiful book. And I really appreciate that. And then my last one is It Takes Two to Tumble by Cat Sebastian, which is the idea of if it was The Sound of Music and Maria was played by a man. So it's two men. It's a it's a gay romance story. Oh my God. It was so cute. It's the cutest thing I read all year. It's adorable. Awesome. Like a baby duckling. Adorable. That's it made me so happy. And I've had a really hard year, a really rough year. And this book totally brought me out of it and made me smile. And so that's my last book. Awesome. Do I need to read through all of them again? My official list was the new Camelot series by Sierra Simone. Bad Blood by John Carreyrou, The Ice Planet Barbarian series by Ruby Dixon, The Romance Book Club by Lissa K. Adams, Good Omens by Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett, Wicked in the Wallflower by Sarah McLean, and It Takes Two to Tumble by Cat Sebastian. Yay. I love it. Oh my God, thank God. <laughs> now, now you can drink as much no, as you I want. I can just drink wine and I don't have to pay attention. <laughs> I don't have to focus anymore. <laughs> that was so hard. Okay. So this is really hard for me, guys. Jessica. That's what she said. Yeah. No, he that's said, what he said. That's what he said. I don't get hard. <laughs> I get wet. Get low. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I've had enough liquor. That's okay for me to say. Here we go. <laughs> Everything is okay to say. I'm going to leave off talking about Vicious by V.E. Schwab because between me and Martha, everybody should know that we love V.E. Schwab and she's awesome. Yes. I did not put that on my list because I knew you'd put it on yours. I like was going to put it on mine, but I knew you'd put it on yours, so I left it off mine. Oh, oh shit. But it was so good. It, it was, was fantastic. Good. Vicious was good. So I'm going to start with my like two serious nonfiction reads and then I'll go into the fun YA fantasy type stuff. Okay. Okay, so one is Mountains Beyond Mountains Beyond Trace by Tracy Kidder, who it's just about this. It's a nonfiction read about this doctor who has no like care about himself. Like he's a doctor, and he can make so much money just being a doctor. But instead, he goes to like Haiti and Russia and all these like small areas and cures TB in these areas he and does so much hot and smart he's yeah, probably tattoos. like 90 at this point so i mean never mind never mind but it was so great he's too old even and for it was me. it was he rich that's what matters no like he he spends like every money all the money he makes goes into him doing these projects in these areas that are just so overrun by diseases that can be cured by modern medicine and he does so much stuff just by being a doctor that it's like is fantastic mm. you know what i'm saying mountains beyond mountains is great it's a it's, it's a really good read for people who especially if people who are in the med field like i'm in like going into pt it's just 
eye-opening to the amount of things that you can do for people if you're not about making money for yourself yeah and I loved it loved the whole story it was great second like serious depressing book that I read that I loved that was nonfiction is called The Great Pretender and I don't know if I ever reviewed it I don't think you did but it's a true story about a psychologist who he and seven other people go undercover into these psych wards <gasps> and they have to prove their sanity to get out Damn. and it's about the conditions they undergo and like as soon as they're diagnosed as schizophrenic or psychotic or whatever they're stuck until they wow. can prove their sanity again and it's about the like the different things that they underwent as psych patients and it's a, written by Susanna Kahalen, I think Sounds um, like a horror novel. But it's really Sounds great. Sounds like Alphabet House. Well, it's interesting because the woman who wrote it, who had written another book, uh, I forget what it's called, but um, she wrote another book because she had hydroencephalitis. So she almost got committed to a psych ward for being crazy when all they needed to do was put a shunt to drain the fluid off her brain to make her Whoa. like feel better. It's crazy how much stuff can go wrong in a psych ward. Can I nerd out for just a minute? Yes. So this is probably predicated on the work of Nellie Bly, who is one of the first famous female journalists. And what she did, in addition to being the first woman to ever interview a sitting president, was that she was, as far as we know, the first person who went undercover in a psych ward in America and um reported the conditions from in there and also had to get herself out and this is in the late 1700s early 1800s yeah i'm uh it's i'm pretty she's one of my favorite people so i think she was what i'm trying to i read this book like a few months ago so it's kind of like the beginning is kind of foggy to me but i'm pretty sure she is what like it opens talking about her and then yeah. it goes into Dr. Rosenhan, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. who is the guy who did, he and like seven other people went undercover oh, to do this. so cool. Thing. And it's I nonfiction. And you wow. can read uh, um, so many different things about it. Like uh, I, my bachelor's in psychology, so I had to read his paper. About Wait, you this too? Kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. So like that's one of the interesting things that's super awesome about this book. I, I don't have a bachelor's, but yeah, that was my. And it was super awesome. Yeah. And it well, and the other thing like you don't have to have some sort of degree in psychology to read this. It's written so well and so fluently. You feel like you're reading just a novel. Like it's yeah. it was great. I was so like sucked into this book. It was awesome. I'm gonna read it for sure. I have the copy of it, like the ARC. Do you want it? Can I borrow it? Yes, yeah. please. Okay, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I'm here for it. <laughs> here for you, babe. Okay, so those are my two nonfiction books that just blew my mind this year, made me think about medicine in a whole different way, and it was amazing. Now I'm gonna get into the fantasy because that's my that's your jam. That's my home. That's my niche. That's so bitch. <clears throat> that's my bitch niche is a bitch bitch niche so i'm gonna so book three would be harley merlin and the secret coven by bella forest which is a series of nine books and it is like harley or it's like harry potter for college kids and i'm not saying that because i feel like people like put those books out there like this is harry potter for college kids and you're like mm-hmm. no this kind of sucked it's yeah. i but these books sucked me in so hard, like, during finals that they pulled me out of my finals <gasps> depression. Ooh. <laughs> like, they're so good. I'm on book seven right now, and it's amazing. It's about a girl who doesn't know that she's magical. She knows she has, like, these 
sort of powers. She works for a casino, snooping out like the people who are cheating because she has this empathy ability. She can tell when people are cheating. And uh, eventually she, so one night when she's working, this guy comes in and there's this massive monster that no one can see, but her and this guy, and she finds out that she's a magical and she gets mm. taken to this coven and she has this choice. Like she can join the coven or continue or be a rogue or like a neutral and because she, no magicals can be unregistered or whatever. And she finds out like she's an orphan. She's living with this foster parent, of hu- this two human foster parents and their daughter and she loves them. But as soon as she enters the coven, they find out who her real parents are. And it's mm. just a ride from then on. It's, it's amazing. It pulled me out of my like finals depression. So I don't know what else to tell you. So it's a, what is it again? Harley? Harley Merlin and the Secret Coven. I have the first, I have actually all the books on my Audible account if you want to read them. Merlin. Remind me later. I got to look that up because I can't spell right now because I'm too drunk. That's fair. You can borrow my Audible account <laughs> to listen to them if you want to. I don't think they're on Overdrive. I think they're just on Audible. Oh, that's but probably what I have them all. Awesome. On your phone that you just threw on the floor? Yes. <laughs> it was great. Actually, I'm not even done with it. Garrett read them all faster than I do because he spends more time in the car. But he's done with the series. Hey, corner whore. Can you tell us about this book? Garrett! <laughs> he's sleeping. He's having a nap. That's fair. No, it's not nap Listen, time. It's, it's only his, 9 o'clock. It's his off time. <laughs> but he's got to rest up for later. It's magical. <laughs> She's had some tequila and things about the You ain't wrong, but this book is fucking magical, Kayla. It's about to be magical. It's about to be magical. But it's great because, like, there are, there's, like, her crew of friends that are super awesome. You just get, like, a good actual Harry Potter vibe from it. Not like the, this is like Harry Potter because yeah. there's magic. Wrong. Like, uh, what, Magic for Liars. We both read oh, that. We were both yeah. kind of like, damn. It's kind of how I feel about the magicians. Yeah, the magicians yeah. is great. The books, like the TV show, I actually liked better than books, which I shouldn't admit out loud. They are, it is more fun than the books, the which books are mostly is, just a bummer. The books are Quentin just being depressed and trying not to kill himself. Pretty much. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Anyways, that's Harley Merlin, The Secret Coven by Bella Forrest. Um, Book number four is Two Years, Eight Months, and 28 Nights by Salman Rushdie, which was about Jin, which Ooh. I read that. It was great. I read that. It was good. I loved that book. Um, it's read about it. Jin, and it's great, and it's you just kind of get into the world. Like, the world is just different than anything mm-hmm. I ever read before, and it yeah. was so much fun. And, and he's such a great writer. Yeah. he's. Oh, it was... I, like, physically read it, and I was so sucked in for the entire time I had the book five is the house in the cerulean sea which I reviewed what was it last last couple week, weeks a couple, couple weeks, weeks ago, ago. A week um, before by tj clune which is fantastic magic wise and um lgbtq romance wise and just all these things I don't even know what I liked about it much. I went into it kind of like I don't know because like the back has all the like LGBTQ plus romance things, and all the books I've read about it have been so over the for the top, like too much. You're like, okay, I get it. I dial get it, it I in. Get it. I want to yeah. know more about the Antichrist child. But this book was so. <laughs> this... Tell me about the story now, <laughs> please. Speaking thank you. Speaking of good omens. Speaking of good omens. Yeah, this book was. So funny. I laughed out loud so many times I couldn't tell you. I loved it. 
and the the romance part of it was so subtle and so sweet that it was just great by the time like the end of the book came around and it all came to like a finish i was like yes do that that's the best thing in the world seven six six i don't know six would be uh strange the dreamer by Lanny taylor which is another fantasy sort of romance. It's about uh, Laszlo Strange, who's this orphan kid who has this obsession with this like far-off world that he really knows nothing about other than what he's read in books. And this, these people come from this town, and they're like, we're going back to here. We need help to take over our lands and get rid of this thing. And he goes with them. And... I can't tell so much about this book because there's so many twists and turns and it's a series that mm. um, there's so much of it. But Laszlo as a narrator is like just someone you really love as a character. He's like a good person, which is something we don't have a lot of nowadays. Like when I'm yeah, reading through Laszlo's right. no. eyes, I'm reading through Laszlo's eyes and reading about the world that he's entering and the books that he's reading and all the things that he's doing. And you just like love everything that you see he's perfect like if you like why i fantasy strange the dreamer and muse of nightmares i think is the second book read it it's so fantastic it made me like fall in love with looking at the world again it was there's a laszlo and golden girls <laughs> <laughs> oh there she chimes in she is awake there she goes <laughs> we're drunk but we're awake you are awake <laughs> okay a sculptor. that's true is he hot i'm here for it no, Laszlo Strange. They think he's hot. Oh, but is he old? He's old. They're okay. old. They're all old. Sorry, Jessica. <laughs> Bonnie's just sitting here taking it all in. Laszlo, She's like, I'm just listening. <laughs> I have to drive home, you asshole. I'm trying to think. <laughs> La- Bonnie would hate this book because of like the like other world magical elements, and I think. <laughs> yeah, when you were talking, I'm like, mm. yeah, they're going to this. Like they're trying to get rid of this. I don't know how to, this thing. And he goes from being this underling librarian. You have to get rid of your thing. You yeah. Get rid of the thing. <laughs> well, he like he studied this land so much that he's actually learned their language. Everybody else thinks they're extinct, and they finally show up and they're like, "We need help to do this." And he goes up to them and talks to them in their language. And they're like, mm. "We want him." Even though he's the Aww. underdog. That's awesome. I love it when the nerd saves the day. He's great. Laszlo Strange is amazing. I love him. Uh, last book. Last book. Is uh, Something Strange and Deadly by Susan Dinard, which is a zombie book. Ooh. Actually, it's a zombie trilogy. Zombie! That takes place zombie. in like zombie. colonial Boston. <laughs> it's so much fun. It's weird. I loved all the characters. Um, the whole it's a trilogy i think yeah trilogy there's only three of them um but the main character why can't i think of her name right now but she's very very down to earth (laughs) the main character we're gonna make it up (laughs) it kind of has like an omnipotent kind of vibe yeah like a plot line like it isn't told just from her point of view but she's uh necromancer or her brother's necromancer and you know all these things but um <laughs> not a necrophiliac a necromancer caleb it's fine kayla it's okay <laughs> anyways so there's a lot of uh magic but she's really pretty level-headed and for a lot of the book there's like this romance element which kayla will love 
Or Alyssa I'm will not Kayla. I'm so You've done this twice now. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I can't have liquor and do this. People. I was like looking over there. You just call everyone baby and that way you never forget their names. <laughs> but it has now we know the truth of Bonnie's sex life. And just call everyone baby. baby. Hey, it has this baby. romance hey, element boo. that Alyssa would like with all the magic and the fighting the evil zombie hordes. I love things that are everything. It's there's a lot going on in this book. It's a lot to follow. Yes. But honestly, there's like this romance like undercurrent. But the biggest thing in this book is the friendship between her and her female friend that she makes. And I love that about it because they're so like she would do anything for her friend. Great. Do you need more wine? Dear God, I hate, hey, feel like Dylan. they hate all yes. my fucking books. I can get Bro. another bottle of wine for poor You Alyssa. did very She's well, Jessica. I am intrigued I think there's by a, there's a bottle of Riesling good in the fridge. Good o- that was Alyssa. Oh. Well, Why is we baby? Water? Too we many people are talking. <laughs> I didn't read it too. <laughs> What's happening? We're going to have to give him a tip. I do want to read about. I've got ones um, in there somewhere. No, you don't have to. Okay, okay but did you finish? No. Yeah, so that was something strange and deadly. Size Susan Gennard. It's like a colonial zombie book, which is That's really, really interesting. interesting. I can get down yeah. with that, though. That's and historical honestly, fiction with a little bit of fantasy. I can get with that. Yeah, it was Actually, great. the one that I want to read is the one about the... Um, the uh, the blood scandal, the um, what? The lady that oh Theranos, the Theranos, Theranos. That was yeah. bad Theranos. blood, bad blood. That was yeah. her. That was, that was me. That was oh, sorry. We're sorry, not the Jessica. same person either. <laughs> did, didn't you read that one too? No. Why does everyone no, think I'm someone else? I read the nonfiction <laughs> about the psychi- doctor, psychiatric that doctor. I like, the now that one would be good too. Do you want to give us a hold on recap? Okay, so I had Harley Merlin and the Secret Coven by Bella Forrest, which pulled me out of my depression. <laughs> Mountains by um, Mountains by Tracy Kidder. Two Years, Eight Months, and 28 Nights by Salman Rushdie. The House in the Cerulean Sea by T.J. Klune. Strange the Dreamer by Lainey Taylor. And Some- Something Strange and Deadly by Susan Dennard. And The Great Pretender by Susan Cahalan. Yeah. No, that was another one I read. The Whisperman was made my top ten. That sounded oh, scary. Yeah. But it the, was scary. But also, I only wanted to oh, read it because you, Christopher Eccleston. Serious, serious um, problem there with a droopy microphone. I know it's not erect at all. You can't get it. <laughs> it's not. Your I'm microphone not. has had too much to drink. It has ED. It's got whiskey dick. <laughs> whiskey dick. That's what you call it. That's what you it call it when you're young. Dick. All yeah. right, so whiskey I'm gonna. Whiskey dick st- is not fun. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start out. Yeah, you can't have ED when you're young. <laughs> it's whiskey dick. Damn it. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. I'm starting out with fantasy. Look, Kayla's got her jammies on. All right. God, She's girl. ready. Oh, okay, so The Raven Tower by Anne Leckie. I did review that on the podcast. It's about, it's actually one of the only standalone fantasy novels I've ever read that didn't feel like I needed to have more after I was finished. It was just a really good, compact fantasy novel, and that's so rare. The main character was a god, and she was a stone, which, of course, if you know me, you know I'm a rock collector, so that was especially dear to my strange little heart. But it really was good. Um, Very, very well written, interesting, different, and a standalone fantasy novel. So yay for Raven Tower. Um, the next one I picked was Children of Time by Adrian Tchaikovsky, and that was the one where 
they were circling the planet. There was a scientist up there, and she was going to do these experiments on this uh, on this planet. They were going to send these apes down to the planet and give them this virus that made them smart, and then she was going to watch them. That so was, it was her job. Of the apes. Sort of, yeah. Except for something happened, and the apes died, and they accidentally sent the virus down to the planet anyway, and the spiders became smart. Oh, no. Trauma. Yes, it was really, really good, and I tell you what, that stuck with me all year long, and I have never looked at spiders the same way since. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Are the spiders evil in this story? Some of them are, but most of them are just spiders. It's hard to explain, but it was really interesting because you got a lot of information about the biology of spiders and about the way their their whole societies work and stuff like that plus you got the good spacey sci-fi feel that i love so very much this reminds me of the cockroach book <laughs> well you know what that one almost almost made the list too <laughs> but this was really good it really was no, i was gonna say so, sex but that was last year <laughs> yeah that was last year yeah so children of time that was good um Going to switch gears and go to The Warehouse by Rob Hart. This is another book that stuck with me all year long because I am a Uber user of Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah. And this, this is the good. book about the, it's kind of a near future book about a company like Amazon where only they are all, all the workers and everybody live in a compound and the story takes place inside the compound it was really, fr- it was like Soylent Green. It was creepy as fuck. I loved it. I think it'll probably be a movie at some point. Excellent. Um, next, switching gears again. Going to go for Confessions by Kane Minato. That's the one about the Japanese school teacher who, um, at the beginning of her class, um, the, first, the last day of class, she calls out the murderer of her child in class and says, I know one of you did it. You killed my, my child, and she laid out the whole case and everything like that. And she put the AIDS virus in his milk. I've, yes. Yeah, remember that? This was during Horror Month, right? I, I don't think it was. I no? think it was before was it that. November? But yeah, I think it was. Um, no, I think it was September. But anyway, it was, it was definitely on the list. It up. was really good. It's in translation. It, it was a translated book, but wow. Wow. It was so good. It was one of those books where the conundrum of, oh my gosh, what would I do if somebody killed my child? And the right and wrong and all of that dilemma. The moral conundrum. Oh my gosh. Because we disagreed about this. I know. It was just so thick and this whole, this book was just amazing. It really made you think and it made us talk and argue. Oh, it was great. Um, the next one I picked was Boy Swallows Universe by Trent Dalton, which Bonnie Redden did not like. I liked it. <laughs> I just didn't like it as much as you did. Yeah. I really liked it because the boy, the main character, his best friend was a criminal and he grew up really rough and he had a really hard life and all of, it basically follows him from the time he's a young boy and it just shows him changing and shows his, um, his relationship with his brother who's kind of a little bit autistic and I just really liked it. Um, Next, going to go to The Soul Majestic by Ferret Steinmetz. 
And that was the one that took place in space. Space. Yeah, Alyssa loves space. Alyssa hates space, but thank you. (laughs) I'm here for it. (laughs) Takes place in space, and the main character is very, very extremely poor and so hungry, and he sees these people standing in line for this restaurant, this really high-class, really um, exclusive restaurant, and all they have to do to get a table at the restaurant is tell why they want to eat there. And he ends up winning a place at this restaurant, and they end up hiring him. And it's a story about him and his life, and ends up to be a little bit of a story about sexuality and food and... I love it, except the space. It was really, really excellent. It was an excellent book. When she I thought said about sex it. and food, she was all in. Mm-hmm. You, gotta read, you need to read Restaurant at the End of the Universe. Except Look, for I'm it really was, drunk, but it, this except for good. it was not funny. It, it was not funny. funny. No, Damn it was very, very super, super serious. But it was so good. I looked back on my list for the year and I went, oh, man, not only do I remember that book, but I remember how it made me feel. And I think that's important to look back at those choices and, and make good choices. And my last one, I know I said six, but this is seven. Um, It's called To the Lions by Holly Watts. This was the one about the reporters who um, sort of went undercover to try to find a story. And it was super intense and very, oh God, I don't know. Just some really sketchy shit went on and they, they were there undercover for the whole thing and and the lengths that you go to to get the story. I think that's the reason I like that book so much. And that's it for me this year. Raven Tower by Anne Leckie, Children of Time by Adrian Chavowski, The Warehouse by Rob Hart, Confessions by Kane Minato, Boy Swallows Universe by Trent Dalton, The Soul Majestic by Ferret... Ferret Steinmetz, which is definitely my my author name of the year. Ferret Steinmetz. <laughs> Ferret is a good name. It is. And it's a to the name. And, <laughs> and to the Lions by Holly Watt. Those are my picks. Okay, so the books that we all read this year. Well, like books like Good books Omens. Like, <gasps> good Omens. The Rook. The Rook was so good. The Rook was fabulous. Uh, Whisperman. We both read Whisperman. I, re- I read Whisperman. You didn't Man. like Whisperman? I didn't read you it. You read Whisperman. I read Whisperman. That book terrified me and thrilled me no, at the same time. No, I just had the art. Bonnie read that too, the, didn't you? The musical. Mm-hmm. No, no, I never read, read it. Really? That's cool. No. I thought you read it. it. Came in is it a musical? A what? A bunch of other ones. No, it's, it's not a musical. Art that came with the arc. Oh, that's cool. I loved that book. That book was huh. fabulous. Didn't? Weren't there some other books that we all read? We all fucking read Good Omens. And good <laughs> Omens. <laughs> the Rook. I know you and I read. Did you? you read well, the, you and I always read stuff, though. Yeah. I mean, we read, we read a bunch, Kayla and I read a bunch, we both read Jasmine Guillory books this year. Mm-hmm. Um, we both read The Wedding Date and The Proposal. Did you read The Wedding Date? I didn't or, read The Wedding Party. The Wedding Party. Mm-hmm. They're so close in name. Yeah. Vani and I read some similar yeah. books. We read The Clinton Sisters and Silka's Journey. And, and Flight Girls. I Flight, read Flight Girls. Girls. So we did have some Song crossovers. Song of the Jade Lily. Song and of the Jade Lily. You yeah. and I both read Vicious and Vengeful. We did. Vicious and Vengeful. I didn't really like Vengeful as much as I liked Vicious. Vicious was great. Hey, we read uh, Lighter Shade of, or The Shade of Darkness. What the fuck was the name of that? 
Oh, uh, the V.E. Schaub one. Yeah. The darker, a darker shade. Darker of shade magic. of magic. Yeah. I haven't See, finished that See, what it is, one. we're very separated. You two read all the same books. Me and Kayla read a lot of the same books. And then Alyssa just is like a little butterfly and flits I'm by from, myself. But <laughs> well, she for the first one time, to another. For the second time this year, we read two of the same things because we both read Good Omens, but we both read Stay Sexy and Don't Get Murdered yes, this year. Yes, we did. SSDGU. Yeah. Yes. See, we all did such a great job this year. Mm-hmm. I think we all deserve a round of applause for ourselves. Woo! That's a round of applause. Yeah, too bad, you couldn't, too bad yeah. you couldn't see that since there's no video. Yeah, there I, shouldn't okay. be video. There Let's are a couple. name one book for 2020 that we are most excited about. Do you have any? Hold on. I gotta pull up my Amazon. I have to know what's coming out. Um, <laughs> Listen, I always fly by the seat of my pants. About, I know what know. I'm excited about. I'm excited about the new Juicy Adler Olsen, which is coming out in sometime in the new year. Like books that are coming out in 2020 March. or books you're planning to read in 2020? Coming out in 2020. Oh, son of a bitch. Coming out in 2020? Or excited to read. Either one. <laughs> okay. So I just got this book that I'm so pumped about. <laughs> But it did not come out in 2020. All right, what is it? The Six of Crows. I'm reading oh, it right Six now. Oh, Six of Crows is so good. I'm so like I was waiting to see if I got it for Christmas to, to not buy it. To Victim read it. 21, 2117 Department Q series is what I'm excited about. And I'm I'm kind of torn because I really want to read Catch and Kill. To Catch and Kill by Ronan Farrow. Yeah. But I don't yes. think I'm going to like it enough for me to buy it. And I'm number 47 on 11 copies. That's far. That's in my list, too. I really want to read so it. So I don't know. I'm like, oh, I know I'm not going to like it, but I kind of want to try to read it. But I'm not going to buy it. This is going to sound really weird, but I'm actually kind of excited for Horror Month next <gasps> year. Oh, no. Because the book I'm excited to read, which has been out for a long-ass time, Hell House by Richard Matheson. he's a contemporary of Shirley Jackson and I love The Haunting of Hill House so much. You don't have to wait for October to read something frightening. Yes, I do. I can't be scared all the time. (laughs) I live by myself. It's scary. Dude, the guide for murdered children would have made my list if I hadn't thought Martha was going to maybe put it on her. Yeah, that was a pretty fucking scary book. Um, You know, we probably should get our drunk ass out of here. You guys, yes, we've been talking so for drunk. like almost two hours now. <laughs> this can be a long one. It's the end of the year. I need you to make me some coffee when we're done with this. Oh, coffee would be good. Coffee would be a coffee. great idea. Kayla's like, give me another shot, you fuckers. Listen, Kayla and I are going to keep drinking. You're Jessica, you're falling behind. <laughs> I'm fine. No, you're not. I got to stay awake enough beer to take this. her drunk ass home. <laughs> you can do it. I have faith in you. Also, That's why I need coffee. It'll be fine. <laughs> All right. And, and, and on that note, for the final time this year. Of the decade. Uh, of the decade. That's going to do it for. Three Book Girls. Roaring 20s bitches. <laughs> Can't get enough of Three Book Girls? Join the conversation on Facebook and follow them on Twitter and Instagram. If you really love them, share the podcast with a friend. Three Book Girls, a Steel Trap production.